Indeed, we might assert that IFC would not stand for International Financial Center, but might instead stand for Informational Financial Center. The value of a financial center is the quality and depth of information that it provides to both sides of this financing market namely information to the solar companies about where to get money and information to investors about where to find potential opportunities in these sunrise industries. Yet in the case of Hong Kong, we see that even government-sponsored information intermediaries focus far more on their own internal formats and procedures rather than thinking about their customers. In the figure you see before you, we see basically one of the only places an investor can go for more information about different types of securities. Just by looking quickly at the layout, it's not very friendly at all compared to examples we show from the US. And it's clear that the user of this website and this information is the government, namely looking like they're giving information rather than targeting the people that will actually be using this information. Moreover, we see that if the US has taken aggressive measures to become an informational financial center, then Hong Kong lags very much behind. Very quickly on the heels of the international financial crisis, we see that lawmakers in the U.S. proposed numerous provisions aimed at increasing information, particularly related to these securitized markets. We show in this figure different provisions focused on providing information, such as asset level information, disclosures of company ratings, computer readable loan level information, and so forth. And we also provide a brief description of each of these provisions, and it's clear that one of the broad approaches in the U.S. market was to increase the volume of information, not only making investment in securitized products safer, but also deeper. It's therefore of little surprise that places like New York and Chicago dominate investment in China's solar industry rather than Hong Kong. Let's look at another aspect of this information production, namely court cases related to some of these solar companies. One of the best ways of obtaining information about companies is not when everything is going well, but when there are conflicts or when something isn't going as well in a company. And what we see is that if investors have significant recourse in the U.S., namely if U.S.-based investors are able to take companies to court, get information, and seek redress from their investments, then there's very few similar cases in Hong Kong. Thus, simply by looking at the weight of these cases, the number of these cases, we might suppose that Hong Kong-based investors would feel much less certain about their investment in Hong Kong-listed securities relative to U.S.-listed ones. Looking at more depth at an IFC as an informational financial center, we talk in the paper about the example of Jim Cramer and his show Mad Money. Now, naturally, his style may not appeal to certain types of watchers, but it's nevertheless true that this show and shows like it provide far more information about certain types of companies than anything available, certainly in the English language, in financial centers like Hong Kong. We see that the amount of discussion about solar companies may not necessarily differ from one financial center to the other, it's not simply the amount of information that's discussed, it's the depth of that information. Thus, looking at figure 43a, 
simply looking at citations of the companies you see in front of you, we see that for companies listed in the U.S. relative to Hong Kong, there doesn't seem to be any informational advantage in either jurisdiction. That's good news for Hong Kong in that Hong Kong doesn't seem to be lagging too far behind the U.S. in terms of providing information about these industries, yet it also does not show that Hong Kong is not very proactive about providing such information either. To further bolster the case, we show English language internet resources for traders from different jurisdictions, and what we see is that the proportion of foreign visitors in a resource like Seeking Alpha hovers at around 33%, certainly 53% in the case of Bloomberg, and even in the UK case, we see that investors interested in obtaining information from centers like Full UK, Financial Times, we see that foreign visitors comprise roughly 42% and even 82% of each of these information centers respectively. Yet, looking at one of the only sources of information I could find in the English language about Hong Kong equities, namely AA stocks, we see that they have a proportion of foreign visitors of only 22%, of which mainland Chinese readers comprise the bulk. Only 7% of AA stocks visitors come from the US. Contrast this with the case in the UK of 36%, 34%. While it's true that Hong Kong may not be a English-only or necessarily even a bilingual jurisdiction, it's nevertheless true that English is the international language of investment and commerce, and if Hong Kong hopes to provide an informational advantage as part of its informational financial center, it will need to provide more resources in the English language.